2: We got ourselves a coach who had a little bit of a meltdown of his own. We'll get into all that for you here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific right here on FSR. Just Groovy stuff, man. Groovy stuff here on a Tuesday. How about that? How about TJ Watt? Jeez. Hey,
0: so the, he's
1: one away. Is that from tying Strahan's record? Yeah. Uh,
2: yes.
0: Yeah. Twenty-two and a half. And and Strahan, he almost did. got a fifth sack. The dude held him. They could have caught a, a hold. And then fifty-six got the 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 sack.
1: By the way, it's a little unfair to be putting a uh, a rookie a rookie on TJ Watt. one on one. a fourth round pick one on One. one There's on too many. Too many, you know what, we can say whatever we want, um, talking about last night's game. At some point, there needs to be a a conversation about Cleveland, because that's just, that's a roster that's way too talented to underachieve the way they did this year, And, and whether or not we want to start pointing the finger at Stefanski or someone, it's just. I don't know. There's a lot of questions right now going into the off season.
2: That was a, that was a pretty bad look. That, that was a pretty bad showing. Um, you know, Baker had uh d- did not play great. Um, TJ Watt was unblockable. And by the way, this is this is probably going to hurt uh, this show because we had a lot of hot takes on this about a week ago. Uh, T.J. Watt's now the favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year over Micah Parsons. Uh, one one game uh, with, with Ben Roethlisberger taking center stage. Well, I mean, and, uh, here we go.
0: Four sacks in a game. I mean, is it, that's nothing to sneeze at. Damn it. And, and I got to say, I, I will say this, and I hate to say it. You have an extra game this year
2: although he did miss time though
0: you, so, but, yeah but you have an extra game in terms of if he missed time this would have been his last opportunity to break the record or even what? tie it you well, get an no, extra game
1: I, yeah but i'm saying he 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 will have only played what 15 games True. Uh,
0: i think so yeah but yeah, still, that's the difference within I'm the parameters saying, within the parameters of the season
1: you right, know right. i don't know still, how many games straight
0: hand well it does because it's, to, it's it's still more it's really games. I played
1: sixteen. I'm Did saying he if play he does in sixteen game, what's the difference?
0: If you do it in seventeen versus sixteen, you had an extra he game didn't to do play
1: it. Play in all. He's not going to play I, in all seventeen games. I understand
0: games. that Brady, but you still have that many games to do it. So so say for the sake of saying somebody else plays seventeen games and and they start breaking the record. Not so much even T.J. Watt. If somebody else breaks the record, they play 17 games. Should that matter or should that count that okay, they broke he the record play, He would have
1: played his 15th game next week. If he yeah. breaks the sack record and only played 15 games this season, I don't care if it's a 16-game, 17-game, 18, doesn't matter. It's how many games you actually played.
2: Moving forward, if somebody plays seventeen games next year and breaks a sack record, yeah, then then I think it would be a different conversation.
0: Yeah, you but talk t- about you it though, yeah. that's not the
1: case. Yeah,
2: TJ Watts uh, still and, he still
0: if if he didn't have a seventeenth game is all I'm saying. I, I know my logic. If if he didn't have a seventeenth game, you just that he
1: has the opportunity to play a seventeenth game, even though he didn't this season. That's correct. Does okay? Do we think I, it it's, doesn't matter to me? He didn't play all the games anyway. Do we yeah. think
2: it's mm-hmm. over? Is the defensive MVP over based on last night? I don't think so. I mean, that was, still one more game. That left. was a, that was a big showing though on a on a on a big stage. Know, he's
1: going to lead the league in sacks <laughs> two years in a row. I, I think try. He's got it.
2: I, I want. Look. Listen. We were hard in the pain on Micah Parsons, defensive player of the year. Four sacks Nobody in a done game, it. Bro. I, it's. Yeah, he was awesome. Um, Four sacks in a game. (laughs) <laughs> and look, I do, I do think it's worth pointing out since we, you know we're having the discussion about uh, Monday Night Football. I think it's I do think it's worth pointing out that you know Ben Roethlisberger was responsible for that game last night. We could point in his passing stats, but remember, had he not taken the pay cut, T.J. Watt's not even there that this is year, true. and had he not played <laughs> if, had he not played so poorly in the playoff game last year, they wouldn't have been in a position to draft Najee Harris. So here, so I think Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> <laughs> deserves credit for this, Brady. I mean, I think we need to give a little bit of love to yeah, Ben Roethlisberger. Here. He
1: does. He deserves a lot more credit. Uh, <laughs>
2: but uh, on the subject of the Browns, <laughs> hey man, uh, I, I don't know uh, how this impacts Baker's contract negotiations. But something tells me there's probably not going to be any negotiations this offseason. I mean, what do
0: you do moving forward if you're the Browns? I don't what know. Do you, what do
1: you pinpoint? <laughs> I don't know. What do
0: you pinpoint? Where you need to get better? I don't know. You know. What's
1: odd is somehow after last season. Where they go to the playoffs, they beat Pittsburgh handily in Pittsburgh, like get a playoff win. They, you, I mean, there were people talking about them being that sleeper Super Bowl yeah. team this year. And, and, and to be honest, they've got a roster that's built to withstand it. I mean, it was funny to me listening to the broadcast. We're talking about all, all the defense is decimated with players out. I'm like, what? Okay, they're missing Harrison, they're missing a couple of their safeties. I'm like, yeah, so, so what? Like, they've literally drafted and developed so well. They've got, like, first, second round picks all over their secondary. Like, they'll be fine. Like, I don't think their ability, as far as defensively with what they have with their roster, is going to be impacted whatsoever by injuries because they're that deep. I mean, you put a lot of other quarterbacks on this team, you're probably getting a different result. I mean, let's just be real. And it's not disrespect to Baker, and he's playing banged up. I get that, but. I mean, we're making a lot about a non-throwing shoulder. Lavar well, I mean, said that's the thing that I don't get.
2: Yeah, and and, and Lavar's made the point before to where if you're a defender, like if you're on on defense for Cleveland, yeah, you weren't perfect last night, and you know you gave up they a big run hard. to Najee Harris, they they, they, and they played hard, but it wasn't like the defense lost that game. No, they didn't. They, in fact, they gave.
0: That they gave the Browns more than opportunities. enough opportunities. Yeah,
1: I, I'll say this. If there's one thing about this team that – and I, I said this one in the season that it doesn't matter what they do offensively. It was the defense that always needed to to pick their play up if they wanted to have a shot at winning something special. It's, that's not the case anymore. No. The defense has arrived. Now, I mean, points and score and all that kind of stuff different, but they're a top ten defense. They've got absolute stars and some solid playmakers – they're built to win in the league as it is right now. You might say, hey, go find another consistent piece off the edge opposite Miles Garrett. Okay, I get that. You know, this Tag McKinley's hurt. Jadavion Clowney hasn't, has never really been what they hoped he was going to be in the league.
0: He was pretty good last night.
1: He was all right was last night. I, I, but I'm saying the entire body of work oh, yeah, this season. Yeah, he, yeah. And, and really his, you know, his time. But the reality is this. They are not that far off in the roster at being able to legitimately contend. Because I I would challenge you with this. You put Lamar on that team. You put Joe Burrow on that team.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, tell me they're not in a different position right now. And so, again, I'm not trying to make an indictment on Baker. I I get it. He's playing injured. But it's a non-throwing shoulder. We could talk about surgery, him getting it cleaned up, all this stuff, so he'd be healthy. Okay, it affects it to a degree, but it's, it's not to the degree that if it was his throwing shoulder. It didn't, I mean, didn't some Tra- of the stuff is just bad decision-making.
2: Didn't Trubisky have the same injury a couple of years ago? And yeah, th- uh,
1: uh, uh, posterior labrum tears isn't the issue. The, the, the small fracture in uh, his humorous head, that's more the concern. Like That's more the legitimacy to the injury. Guys have posterior labrum tears all the time on their throwing shoulder, let alone their non-throwing shoulder. I've told you before, like, I had to go get injected after the season in Kansas City and just to be able to numb it up because they didn't want to have to get surgery. Because at that point in time, you're going to be out a long period of time, especially for your throwing shoulder. And so you might as well just deal with whatever comes with it and get it shot up and, and try to hopefully, you know, just strengthen everything around it and move forward with it. It's not as big of a deal as they're making.
2: It. Now, Stefanski said he was frustrated after the game. Uh, Baker Mayfield, though, he alluded to the fact that he's going to have uh, surgery uh, after the season is over, but he was
3: more from the Browns quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's It's not going to always be pretty or smooth, but um, I'm a fighter. Uh, If anybody ever questions how much I want it, just turn on this tape. Uh, It wasn't pretty, but I kept going, kept swinging. Um, That's who I am, and that's what I've continued to be. Um, That's how I've always been. So
2: so basically is next year... The prove it season for Baker Mayfield because a lot of people thought it was going to be this year. I don't know how we have a clear understanding as to who he is based on the health and, and all that that came along with it. But next year, pretty much, that's it, right, Brady? I mean, th- this is this is going to be really the season for Baker Mayfield unless they they're able to you know land a, one of these big name quarterbacks well, then in the what offseason. What do, do this offseason? I don't know. I, I I think they're in a really really awkward spot. Um, because I
0: mean, do you just say, "Hey, let's get them healthy and let's have this last year"? I,
1: I, look, I, I think every offseason you look to upgrade everywhere possible. Like, if you're a good general manager or a head coach that's control of the roster, you're constantly looking at getting better and better and better. Now, now some of that may be saying, "Hey, how can I enhance or how can I build the people who are already here?" But if there if there becomes an opportunity to get a Deshaun Watson to come in there and he wants to come to Cleveland and play. Are you not making that decision to say if there's no off-the-field legal issues, is he not better fitted for this team? Would he not be a better player for this team?
0: All right, but yeah. then the question would be is that is is Cleveland a destination spot for a free agent of, of that magnitude?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, one, he'd have to be a free agent, right? This would yeah. have to work out via trade as it stands now, but – I mean, that's the question. Roster-wise, yeah. The problem is it's not that, you know, let's just be real. It's not, you know, some of those other cities or an organization that's had, you know, historical success. How dare you? And so that that, that kind of stands in the way of it where if you compare it to like a Denver Broncos, and I know that probably pains a lot of Browns fans to hear because of the history. (laughs) But the reality is if you compare the two organizations, you've got one that literally, you know, sent out Peyton Manning, you know, sent out John Elway. They've been to multiple Super Bowls. They've got also a, an awesome roster, a tremendous roster. You might be sitting there looking at them going, yeah, that might be a little bit more attractive even though they play in a really tough division.
0: Yeah. I, I just think that that's going to be the hard sale. Is there a quarterback that's available? That Because it's not going to be through the draft. You're not going to get a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield in this year's draft, at least – my assumption there there could be someone there I agree with that there could be a couple but I mean why take that risk you're going to probably have to find that person through free agency and of all the free agent quarterbacks that will be available or even possibilities of a trade is that a is that is that a Place where you can get that done. And uh, that would be my biggest question. And
2: also, we it could be possible. This could be a Tennessee situation where they had Mariota, who was their young quarterback they drafted, but as a security, they had Ryan Tannehill. And just in case he wasn't good, uh, get a veteran in there who's who's looking to you know try and continue his career. And and maybe that's a possibility as well too that they bring in somebody to compete for the job. Um, and Baker's not just you know, anointed the now, quarterback. But then
0: now that's not there's. No, there's no feasible chance to do a long-term contract with Baker Mayfield because you would have drafted somebody it, that was high enough to to actually be justified that they need to have the job well,
2: at some no, point. But, but I'm saying, like, if you sign a veteran backup, like like somebody like an Andy Dalton or somebody like that, that could at least push him a little bit in in next season because if you're Stefanski oh
1: that worked really well for the Bears well I,
2: about, be, yeah,
0: right?
1: I mean come on is, what are you talking about to? no 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 I'm just but you Baker just throwing out a name but
2: Baker isn't a young
0: quarterback so that, was
1: that anymore. Trubisky? is that what you're talking oh, about no
2: then? no I'm just I'm throwing out a name meaning like we saw it with in Tennessee where Ryan Tannehill was brought in to compete for the job there was
1: Mariota
2: and in, in when that happened three four Two? I think it, it, it might have been three no, it's three How or four. That
1: benefit them. They started with Mariota, yeah. Tannehill came in, it's been Tannehill ever since. No, no, like,
2: what no what I am saying is you bring you it saying? you bring in a veteran quarterback, <laughs> you bring in a veteran quarterback, <laughs> a veteran quarterback yeah. to be the backup to push the ability. to push, yeah, push the, to push the yeah. guy yeah. who got drafted. Didn't they there. already
0: do that to him? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They've already done that like two, three fold. To who? To Baker Mayfield.
1: Who'd they bring in to compete for the starting job? I mean it was Tavansky's guy. Didn't he, they
0: have didn't they have uh uh Tyrod behind him? No, Tyrod was, was before Florida. him. No, yeah, Ty, that, Tyrod, Tyrod was there. Tyrod was before there him. initially.
1: Yeah. No no, no he was their biggest first year.
0: Yeah. And so and then there was another one. There was another quarterback that they had. That Probably. Was... Jonas <laughs>
1: just floated this one out because he just thought of it. Let's I, just be honest.
2: Okay, very good.
1: All right, two true pros and a
2: cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation for your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right, so coming up next, uh, there is a, uh, a meltdown in the NFL that we have got to get to. In fact, we were supposed to get to it 15 minutes ago, but Brady hijacked the segment for more Browns talk. That's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Is this a Jane's addiction? very good that's a uh, that's a band that uh, doesn't get a lot of love had like 3 or 4 songs Good for them. Uh, all right. So yeah, coming you are up, a harsh music critic. So just, for them to get your love like this, all right, good for Jane's he, addiction. You just, you don't hear a lot about Jane's addiction.
0: Hey, anymore. shots out to AB being on courtside, man, at the Brooklyn Nets game. Yeah, Showing love to the teammates on the court, you know, being a good, good celebrity team guy, you he, know, the he, dap up. He had those Captain EO glasses on too. You yeah. Know yeah, the, yeah. Back, they back were, the were they Neo or were they Cap- Morpheus?
2: When I'm like, remember Captain EO, wasn't that the Michael Jackson ride at like oh. Disneyland? Oh. Like that, there was the first thing, and then now I thought everybody's got 3D.
0: I, I that's you were talking about, like Morpheus's glasses,
2: and uh, that's the Matrix, Matrix right? Matrix. I've never yeah. seen the Matrix. Oh wow, yeah. Okay. I'm watching game film. Okay. To tell you, twenty twos. Yeah, those two. All right. Just that's uh, what I do. Uh, all right. So later on in the hour, we're going to get into uh, the changing they, landscape. I wonder if
0: they gave them, um handicap. Uh, access entry entry into the stadium for the his ankle dad. injury.
2: For his ankle injury,
1: uh, there's I just mean- so many questions, you know, percolating <laughs> can, right now. Look, can I just be fully transparent since we're on the subject again? Yeah, we had a text conversation, and I do feel like there is a piece of people out there who wish they could leave their job like that. Like yes. I do, there definitely is a portion of people. And now, granted, he's in a completely different. Tax bracket and situation, but there is a group of people out there who watched it, found it entertaining, found it humorous, and were like kind of jealous because they're never going to be able to do that on that sort of stage to their employer or boss or the powers that be and make that sort of spectacle of it. Like, I mean, I, I just I don't know. I, 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 I look back at it and and I understand there's a lot more serious conversations that need to be had for him and. and his well being. But there is an element of like some people wish they could do that to their boss. Or that you could do that at their job. Hey,
2: look, Vontae Davis walked out on the Bills and if we're gonna judge, you know, walking out on your team mid game and never playing in the league again, Antonio Browns was way cooler. Uh, I mean, if we're gonna be honest, can here.
0: I can I add yeah. this one little piece to it too? You you left the game with your shirt off and you <laughs> jogged off the hey. field and waved goodbye. <laughs> like this isn't I mean, this wasn't like a crime was committed. Exactly. This wasn't some type of horrible deal where we saw, you know, him trying to fight people or violence being involved. I, I, I think that at, at, at the root of this, we have to, to really take a step back and say it wasn't it really in the grand scheme of things wasn't that big of a deal.
1: I, I mean, if you really think about it, if we look back on this and he's OK in a few years, like we'll probably all continue to laugh. At oh, it. yeah. But I would just say this. Like, it's kind of fitting for him. I mean, in all honesty, like, how do you think it was going to end? It was going to end in some unique off the wall way. And I actually look at it back and now I kind of think to myself. It was kind of appropriate for Antonio Brown. Like, I would have hated if it ended any other way because it only would've have, wouldn't have been like his personality or his style, right? Like it needed to end in a way that Well, I didn't see that coming. Like, I I didn't expect that to be the case. Like, this is how it had to have ended for Antonio Brown, right?
2: And also, the day before Ben Roethlisberger's retirement, could you pick two different ways to walk away from the game and two players that are synonymous with each other, all the the numbers and, and records those guys set together in Pittsburgh? You see uh, Ben Rothersberger teary-eyed, crying his eyes out, sitting on the bench, mobbed by cameras, yeah. uh,
0: getting he put emotional. put that weight back on,
1: by the way? He, look, uh, he looks heavier. Again. Yeah. Did it, it, he, uh, he must yeah. have got off that
0: diet. Yeah. Maybe just the belly. Like, the legs still look like they were in shape, the though. the f- yeah. face
1: still looked
2: it, like it's, uh, it's got a... <laughs>
0: <It's just, laughs> you know, there's a lot there. You yeah. know another piece of information that, that should be added to this A.B. conversation is he referenced himself as a gremlin. Yeah, super uh, gremlin. Super gremlin. In the movie... Doesn't if Gizmo gets hit if a gizmo gets hit with water, what do they turn into? Shrivel up. I what
1: think. the no. hell are we talking yeah, about? No, what is a gizmo? They don't shrivel oh, up. Oh, they
0: multiply, right? They turn into gremlins, I oh, believe. Okay, that's a good point. Don't, don't they turn about
1: about the into
3: gremlins if they get
2: hit with water? Uh, let's go live to our, I know what movie you're talking about from the 1980s Insider lead to laugh of the latest, Lee.
3: Yeah, I believe they multiply and turn into gremlins. Right? There
1: you go. Oh, so. Are we talking about the movie gremlins right now? Well, he called himself the super gremlin. Was it, was it
0: raining in east? Rutherford, New Jersey. Did he get I hit with? Race? I don't know. Did right? somebody hit him with a Gatorade? You know, I, squirt or something. I'm not sure. I or mean, no, no, no. maybe he was letting everyone know that he had went from Gizmo to a Gremlin.
2: Now, what do you think? Uh, this, <laughs> and, and I know, I, I know, we're joking about this, and, and we're like trying to make light of the situation. Well, but, he, but, he posted it. Uh, but, yeah. but, serious question though. Yeah. Um, we if we can here just go. get serious for a minute. Okay. Serious. Like, when do you think we will next? hear from Antonio Brown tweeting hashtag no more white women when do you think that'll happen Mm. because he did that in 2020 we're two years afterwards do you think he goes back to the well on that like do you think he, is that is that do you think and I'm having a serious conversation here. Do you think Lamar, I think it might come via,
1: like via a reality <laughs> TV show. Like I would be fascinated to see that dude in like Big Brother. What's the one where they like live in a house together and they can't leave? <laughs> no, is I'll that be, Big Brother? I don't know. Because I'll be honest with you, is that even you. still on? Like, uh, I, like, honestly, <laughs> I, I, need, I need something where you got like 24/7 surveillance of Antonio Brown in oh, a like man. cohabitation situation. The real. World. In the real world, I don't think that exists anymore. But thank you, Lee. Um, Road it, rules, yeah, that doesn't exist either. Okay, um, but like, or maybe some sort of like dating, what, what a Paradise Island or something like that. Like, yeah. I, I just they have need,
0: f- some good ones out on on Netflix. They, yeah, games. there you go.
1: Like yeah. any of those, just the get him involved match. in that. Get, yeah, get him involved in that. Like, I need to hear. Would he be saying to some of these potential, you know, I think women you're right, Brady? Oh, it'd be amazing
0: because I think right now we've gotten too serious. We got yeah. too serious on this, and it's turned into something that isn't as serious as as it's been made out. to
2: Well, be. I also, I wonder, uh, or we could get the entire cast of uh, people that he's burned and not paid bills for, or paid bills oh, to, like amazing. you know, the like chef. Oh, the chef. Start with the chef. Yeah, the chefs. Um, you I'm know, starting with the chef. Uh, representation, whoever, uh, whoever. I would know. love to know why the chef, you know, put
0: him out there like that. Because oh, in, 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 in reality, somebody – I mean, he he has to be attributed to basically the demise of his career in Tampa Bay. Because that was when yeah. the whole – you know, everybody's – the reports was he was a model citizen this entire season. And and then right after the whole COVID card gate,
2: yeah, everything came apart. Just uh, – and I still can't get over it. Just a, I mean, perfectly could fake Vax card gone. Just – Tossed away, just just gonna make it and then just not use it. I mean, what's the point, man? Like you're gonna have a fake ID and not go buy booze with it. I mean, what are we talking about here? It's just terrible, terrible play by Antonio do Brown.
0: Do you do you guys think that he misread the room and 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 just follow me on this? Do do you guys feel as though maybe <laughs> this is amazing? Do you feel as though maybe he felt like with Gotwin's injury, Mike Mike Evans dealing with with health issues that he could kind of who's going to be the guy yeah right so i could like so how he was being whatever it was how he was in pittsburgh when he was the guy do you think that he kind of like throttled down on that kind of approach
2: because you need me right yeah um possibly and, I mean and when they, they kind of do <laughs> I mean they do need him <laughs> ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like, you mean they did yeah, they, yeah they, I mean they did need him you know and look and now we go back to uh, the Scotty Miller experience uh, who uh, has been uh, absent for uh, for the entire season so oh, with those uh, but uh, all right uh, it's two pros right. and a cup of Joe there Fox Sports Radio Fremlins, uh, we're baby. going to get into uh, some interesting Fremlins. fun <laughs> yes, conversation <laughs> uh, on hell. one head coach uh, but for all the the latest from around the world of sports. Ladies and gentlemen is a man who is currently wearing his Antonio Brown Pittsburgh no, Steelers no, jersey. Yes. He oh, no. is Eddie Garcia. Yes. Eddie oh. Garcia, yes!
1: yes. Absolutely yeah. not. Not at all. My guy. That's right. Uh Week 17 in the NFL coming to a close with Monday Night Football in Pittsburgh where the Steelers beat the Browns 26-14. Pittsburgh quarterback Ben Roethlisberger in what is expected to be his final home game of his career. Just 123 yards passing. One touchdown, one interception. But rookie running back Najee Harris had 100 eighty eight yards on the ground, a career high, and a touchdown. And Pittsburgh's defense sacked quarterback Baker Mayfield nine times, four by T.J. Watt, and they picked him off twice as well. So Pittsburgh with the win now, 8-7-1. and one. They keep their faint playoff hopes alive with the win, and Cleveland drops to 7-9 and nine. with that loss. After the game also, Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield announced that he is uh, – deciding whether he'll play in the team's regular season finale against the Bengals. Thank you, Eddie. It's Two Pros and a
2: Cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio, coming up 15 minutes from now. uh, Things are changing for one sport. Uh, Another big name is available. We'll get into all that for you here on FSR. Um, One name that could be available uh, if you're looking for a head coach uh, after the season, uh, I mean, we were told this isn't going to happen. It's Joe Judge. He's safe. He's going to be back. Uh, Dave Gettleman might be in trouble, but uh, Joe Judge, uh, uh, the, the Mara family, really, Really is high on Joe Judge, uh, and then they go ah. out and um, they they look like that he against so high. Yeah, they look like that <laughs> against the Chicago Bears. Uh, it was uh, one of the worst uh, performances of the season for the Giants. Uh, absolutely awful. Uh, Joe Judge after the game um, sort of uh, disputed the idea that they're this clown show or just a or they're making a mockery of the Giants franchise.
3: This ain't a team that's having fistfights on the sidelines. This ain't some clown show organization or something else. Okay? You talk about the foundation built. You talk about the things that, the, the toughest thing to change in a team, the toughest thing to change in a club is the way people think. You understand that? That's the toughest thing. You can get new players, you can out in your damn locker room all you want. You gotta change how people think. And you gotta change how they how they believe in what you're doing. And they gotta trust the process. And that's a lot easier said than done when they're looking up right now and you got one game left and the most games you're gonna win is five this season. But I guarantee you this, those men are going to walk in on Wednesday and be ready to roll. We're going to practice hard on Wednesday. We're going to practice hard on Thursday. We're going to practice hard on Friday. And we're going to play for each other on the, on the field next week. And if we don't play well, every fan has a right to boo my ass out of stadium. You got that? That don't bother me. I don't want it. and I don't think anyone wants to get booed. Okay? But the reality is, that's all right.
2: All right, so I'm no, sold. It's He's not. He's the guy of the future.
3: I'm not, sold. Not at 4-12. and 12. Give me the... I'm sorry. <laughs> <Give> me... <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah, that, just... don't,
1: that
0: don't work for me.
1: Can I just speak this piece? What did you expect when you sat Daniel Jones down for the rest of the season? <laughs> if you're an organization and you're basically saying to everyone, hey, we're thinking about our quarterback's future and our future right now, what do you expect out of the rest of the players to start doing? They're not, they're not looking to play for each other anymore. Now they're like, well, I'm in preservation mode. Like, I need to make sure I still have a job in this league next season. Whether it's for this general manager, probably won't be. Whether it's for this head coach, might not be. Or even playing on this team. I mean, that's the reality of this. Is like when you made that decision, you sent a signal to the locker room that we don't really care about what happens the rest of 2021. And, 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 I, and you could try to say, well, hey, look, everyone's playing for the job every week in the NFL. And, yeah, there's, there's a little truth to that. But the problem is, is you're not putting out your best team on the field to go win a football game so how could you honestly say that then you want everyone else to be more concerned with the team than themselves you it can't be you're literally making a contradicting statement to your locker room when you made that move so I don't get it I mean this team is only getting worse the sad thing is is they actually have a lot of pieces in my opinion like, they can be a good football team. You bring in Russell Wilson, that changes the entire dynamics of this team because he's that kind of quarterback. He takes care of the football. One of the biggest issues has been they just can't stop turning the football over, whether it's Daniel Jones, Mike Glennon, insert whoever. Jake Fromm. Well, yeah, for what yeah. a game. Yeah, come on. I mean, the, the, the reality is if they just can upgrade that position, and I, and I think – and look, I, I never really understood the hire in the first place. But if they bring someone in who understands how to coach these guys, like today's NFL coach, how to coach these guys, they'll have a shot at it. But this whole, like, I, I think we're getting to the point where the whole, like, disciples of Bill Belichick, I mean, and people will reference, like, well, Vrabel's under, no, he's not. Vrabel played for Bill Belichick. He's not, he's not really a disciple directly under that tree. He played for him. It's kind of a big difference Yeah. when you think about it. But, like, you get all these coaches who want to try to do it that way. I'm sorry, man. Like, that doesn't work anymore. Like, Bill Belichick has built up that equity over two decades and all his success. You can't sell that same stuff when you walk into a different locker room with a different organization. It might, it might work to fool the owner. It's not going to work to fool the players, not in this day and age. What coaches have
0: left that coaching tree and had success? Um, I can't think of any.
2: They'll they'll point well. Bill O'Brien, no, um, that's not success. Yeah, I mean, but Houston was a a, a playoff team almost every year. Okay, made the playoffs. Yeah, um,
0: and and what what division? (laughs) that juggernaut
2: come on and, yeah, yeah yeah come on that afc that south bad. was yeah it was just i mean he was running rough shot over that they
1: division. did Joe. for they did go to the playoffs what five uh, years uh, yeah, or no they went a lot they'll they'll and point they went a lot the, the
2: one they point to is brian flores but even not, I mean, not yet and I, one year well not i'm yet. saying i'm saying they'll point well, to they brian flores no they'll, way they'll point to him and say well that's a guy who seems like he's got his team heading in the right direction but still you look at how the Tua situation how was deep, handled. How deep did
0: Houston? Houston did almost beat Kansas City that that last year. Yeah, I, I guess I'll get Bill O'Brien. I just don't like Bill O'Brien. So I, I, <laughs> no we know You don't like him. We, yeah. We, yeah, that was he, so. He, let he me take. Let me remove job. my. Let me remove my personal bias from it and say that I'll give Bill. I'll put Bill O'Brien on that list. But out of Cornell out of Flores, I mean, Manjini, out of
1: Mangini, beat the Patriots. What well, they made it to two AFC championship games, right?
0: Yeah, but Mangini didn't do but that, that was after well.
1: After
0: that, and McDaniel didn't do. I mean, I just, I just think that thinking that you can recreate what Bill Belichick has done is, I, I don't know. And it's, it's like, okay, you did it with Bill Parcells, and you did it with uh, Holmgren. Uh, you did it with uh, Bill Walsh. It's always been – that's always been how football culture, NFL culture works is you take coaches from those coaching trees and you're able to get that. I'm just trying to understand how – I get the logic
1: behind it though, right? Yeah, like, I mean if, – If you're an aspiring coach, like right now, Lavar, if you said I want to go in the NFL and coach and you're, no one's giving you a head coaching job right away, right? You got you to you know, earn your way. Yeah. So who are you going to try to go coach for? bill I belichick mean, <laughs> i mean the reality is Mike like if someone, if someone said to you like hey you want to go play for a successful head coach you want to go play for a guy who's been successful so like i understand the logic behind other teams then saying hey you know not only do those coaches want to go coach for a great head coach but those those great head coaches are partially great because they hire good assistants yeah. and yeah. great uh, eventual yeah. head coaches so yeah, develop. so, so you, you see all that, but it's like the reality is these coaches, when they go and they take a piece of, of what, whether it's Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, whoever, they've got to realize they still have to be themselves. They still have to do it different to like whatever they need to be for their team. And that's why I, I think there's a bunch of like good coaches out there who don't get enough credit for how they go about coaching and adapting to what their team has, because not every team has Tom Brady. Yeah, and that was obviously one of the biggest differences for Bill Belichick's success, whether people in New England want to admit that or not. I it's like a,
0: the Mike. I like the Mike Shanahan coaching tree personally. They're doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. they're doing it,
2: pretty well. It's uh, not bad. Uh, it's uh, two pros and a <laughs> cup I've of jocks on Fox actually. Sports Radio. Uh, well, they've been uh, McVeigh, yeah. uh, uh, his son, have uh, yeah. been in Super Bowls the past uh, recently. The Floor, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's it's a pretty good it's pretty impressive it's going
2: well um all right so uh coming up next here on fsr we're going to get into uh, the changing landscape of one sport because there's a big name that is now on the market we'll get into all that for you right here on fsr be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific
1: dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Byer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Two pros and a cup of joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, we will get into what the future could look like for an entire division. And it's a little bit surprising based on where we were just one year ago. We'll get into all that for you here on FSR. Uh, before we get into uh, this conversation about the changing landscape in the world of sports, want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company and that's why discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year discover exceptionally common sense learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply all right so do you think that spencer rattler is somewhere in columbia south carolina hanging out Getting ready to be a member of the South Carolina Gamecocks who won the Duke's Mayo Bowl just a few days ago when he sees that the guy who replaced him in Oklahoma, Caleb Williams, has now entered the transfer portal and Spencer Rattler's looking around going, what the F, man? I, I could have I just stayed at Norman. I could have just stayed at Oklahoma. But here we are, Brady, another big name in the transfer portal. And this time it's Caleb Williams, who looked like a rock star at times during his freshman season. What's going this, on here?
1: This is the type of scenario where it doesn't get talked about enough. Because we tend to talk about the transfer portal. We talk about where these kids are moving and all that. How often does it really work out where it's a home run? I mean, 10% of the time?
2: Maybe. And, yeah. and,
1: and, and maybe. And I think, I think that's the question. But, you know, the funny thing about Spencer rather is I'm sure there's a portion of him that was like, if I would have stayed, I would have gotten Jeff Levy, who's coming in as their offensive coordinator. He's one of the better college offensive minds. They'll continue to put up a ton of stats, have a ton of offensive production. Um, He's showcased that. He, he was with uh, Lane Kiffin at Old Miss. But there's a thought now that he wasn't going to be the guy anyway. Because Dylan Gabriel, who was also in the transfer portal, who was about ready to enroll to go to classes at UCLA, upon hearing the news of Caleb Williams being in the transfer portal, never never enrolled, never went. And he's now looked at as the next quarterback at Oklahoma, given that Jeff Lebby and Dylan Gabriel spent time at UCF. So I think Spencer Rattler probably realizes, like, hey, look, this fan base is going to be excited for him. He's got his tight end, Austin Stogner, there too. And, and it's probably a good opportunity for them moving forward, being a fresh start, new place for him. But it doesn't change the fact of what's happening in college football. Because Caleb Williams is rumored to, well, everyone connects him to USC because of Lincoln Riley. I mean, heck, UCLA now has supposedly been talking to him, which he'd fit great in Chip Kelly's system. I mean, probably, if, I mean, not that he couldn't Lincoln Riley's, but, I mean, either system, I think he'd be a good fit for what they, both coaches can do. But what you're seeing right now is a bidding war. Caleb Williams is in the portal because he wants to see who's going to give him the most money and NIL money that they can have. And one of the things that...
0: Great take.
1: It's not supposed to happen because the universities aren't supposed to facilitate these deals, but de- depending on the state law... They actually can. So that's where we're getting to a point in college football where we already know the NCAA is not going to do anything about this. The Power Five and the Group of Five and or the Group of Five, they need to break away from the NCAA. I mean, we're getting to a point where this is going to only further push their narrative for almost creating a commissioner over all of it or a president over all of the Power Five or the Power Five and Group of Five as to how they should operate moving forward because it, it's, it's getting – I mean, you almost have a better free agency for college student-athletes than you do for the NFL players. If you're an NFL player and you're a free agency, you're agreeing to, in most cases, two-, three-, four-year deals. You get some guys who sign one-year deals, but that's all they're signing in college. One-year deals. They do these NILs, and they can literally take that deal and parlay it into something else the following year if they want. I mean so it's 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 like the wild wild west right now in college football and there needs to be some oversight or government at some point.
0: I mean and the the money that's coming from the the university there, only money is the scholarship <laughs> cuz they're going to find a local a local car dealer or uh a, a, another company that that supports oh, yeah. the the program car that's dealers pay love you.
1: spending money oh, they, <laughs> love God, they love it they love it every by the way every guy i know that owns a car dealer they're rich as hell and i'm always like i mean i get it you got a bunch of hard assets sitting on your lot and you can leverage that you can move them around but those dudes love spending money they do
0: and they love spending it on sports oh you yeah. know and that's that's uh you, listen and not only that, but with, with gambling becoming more and more prevalent and prominent as well, more accepted, it's it's just the landscape has changed dramatically. I think that is an amazing take you just had in terms of it being free. The portal represents free agency now with that whole NIL setup. So,
2: So it's just never going to go back to how it was.
0: It's no. A, it's over. You are yeah. not
1: putting this toothpaste back in the bottle. And, and the crazy thing about Caleb Williams is, I mean, you hear that Georgia is putting bids for I mean, that's what it is, bids, literally bids. Like, hey, here's what we can do for you, NIL. Uh, Here's what UCLA or USC can do. I mean, that's what it's really going to come down to. I I do wonder how powerful or strong the relationship is with Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams, if that ultimately wins over if all things are equal or if he's just going to let the money talk. And that's where he's going to walk. So
2: if you're one of these coaches, like a Kirby Smart, do you contact somebody local in Athens and just say, you know, Athens, uh, you know, wine and brewery. Hey, uh, no, how no, much no. you give me? They for? Already, like, how's this? They, they already, already have oh, That's so it's great. great. It's, it's right the there. boosters
1: who are already supporting
2: Good the Good Christ. Yeah. <laughs> this is just uh, a wild time. All right. It is uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. More Hour 3 next year on FSR.